This week on the Tech Night Owl Live, we'll be talking about the iPad Pro again. Of course, your host has one for testing. We'll also be talking about the possible success or lack thereof of the Apple Watch. We'll be featuring Bob Dr. Maclevitis. We'll also hear from Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. All this and more on the Tech Night Owl Live. So we're playing with our mics. We're trying to get things ready. Bob Levitas has now put up a new avatar on Skype that makes him look something like Paul Stanley. And why would anyone want to be Paul Stanley? Because it was on sale. (laughs) That was the Kiss costume that was on sale. That was what you were wearing then? Yes, a Kiss costume. That was last Halloween. And the tongue, all Photoshop. Oh, I love those Photoshop tongues. (laughs) It's enough to make you want to go slurp. Paul Stanley, you know, Gene Simmons would be a great guest. For this show? I think the guy is really smart. He's certainly a little outrageous, but he's smart. And, you know, he doesn't look quite as abnormal when he's not wearing that Kiss makeup. But why are we talking about Paul Stanley and Kiss? I don't listen to their music. You started it. You put up the avatar. Well, that's a really good picture. You know, you got to admit, that's an interesting avatar picture for Skype. You don't see that every day. Right. And now having seen it, I don't think I want to see it for another couple of years. Well, you can't unsee it. I'm sorry. Yes, I (laughs) can. I can take the the same medication that the woman took in the TV series Blind Spot, where she remembers nothing of her past. The only thing is I don't have weird tattoos on my body. I don't have any tattoos on my body. Why not? Why? Eh, Okay. Good. Equally good question. I don't have any either. All right. Well, do your kids have any tattoos? No comment. Uh Uh-oh. I hear something ominous over there. Okay. So you're coming in fairly well. What kind of mic are you using? I am using a Yeti. Yes. We have a Yeti Pro here because I need to plug it into my analog mixer. And I also have a blue spark, not the spark digital, but the standard blue spark. Uh Uh-huh. And that's a really good microphone. Yeah, I have a blue spark also. I have a spark digital, but I actually like the Yeti a little better for uh, podcasting. The uh, spark is is a a lovely mic for vocals and uh, instruments, acoustic instruments, but for uh, doing a podcast, unless you're going to get right on top of the mic, you know, really close mic, it it isn't the best choice. Great mic for recording, but uh, not necessarily the best mic for uh, broadcasting or or podcasting. Can you tell me why you say that? It's it's a little too sensitive. It uh, it seems to pick up more room noise uh, unless you get right up, you know, unless you get your lips right up close to it. You, You hear a lot of ambient sound. When I'm recording for music, 
I'll get right on top of the mic. If I'm looking for that real intimate, you know, close, the close mic effect, you know, I'll get right you on top of the like mic. You mean like this effect right here? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. For a podcast, I don't want to have to stay right on top of the mic to get a decent sound. Well, I'll tell you what, I right now am about six inches from the mic. It is a blue spark. I have the windscreen on, so my pops and my peas are not excessive. Do you hear room ambiance? A little, and I heard a little mic stand noise just a second ago. But the thing is, it's not a huge difference, I don't think. But the other thing is, I like the selectable patterns on the Yeti. I don't believe you get that with the Spark. The only thing you get is a special option, which provides more presence for voice recordings, which I do not use. Right. Now, the other thing is when I record this, it does have a noise processor from Audio Hijack called Uh, Denoise. Okay. That's in there. Am I hearing the filtered sound or am I hearing raw? Or do you not know? Well, actually, probably it's being processed after that. Yeah, I would think. It would probably be a good thing at some point to do a a side-by-side test. Well, you know what I did when I first set up the Spark? I mixed a segment of something from the Yeti Pro Mm -hmm. and the Spark. And I ran them back and forth and forth and back. I couldn't tell any difference. It's probably all in my head. But the adjustable patterns, the uh, capsule patterns, I think may make it a little better for podcasting. I don't know. I had the Spark on my desk for a long time, and I had it mounted on a boom mic. It was really convenient because I'd just swing it in front of me when I needed it. But the Yeti looks like a C-3PO, and I like leaving it on my desk all the time. It's, It's like sculpture. Well, I guess I really need one of those special stands. I just have a regular tabletop stand. And I like the fact that the base of the spark is suspended, so it doesn't pick up any rumble. Yes, it's got the room, it's, got its is, own shock mounting, which is right. Good. It's got its own shock mounting. It's got a half decent filter windscreen. Why are we talking about this? Well, the reason is that you know we're producing broadcasts, and now for the holiday season, people might be buying their own equipment. Now, the thing to bear in mind here is I'm using a traditional outboard mixer. So any mic I get is going to have what they call an XLR XLR connector. Now, that's what Yeti Pro has. It's a mixture of USB and traditional XLR. Depends on what you plug in. Now, as far as the different patterns, I am probably going to take that on the road with me. When I go on the road to do a recording, I'll do it with the Yeti Pro and the USB connection. But for my regular studio... I kind of like this better. It sounds the same, but it gives me some more flexibility in reducing unwanted noise. We'll have to see when the show's out. I mean, I've already done one episode of After the Paracast, which is one of the Paracast Plus shows with our other radio show. It's a special podcast we do that basically has no ads, very few restrictions on anything. It's very free-flowing, that kind of thing. Why are we into this? Because with Bob Levitas here, we'd like to talk partly about the world and technology according to Mac and Tim Cook and everything else, also about hot products for the holiday season. Let me ask you about one here that is presumably a hot product or is one expected to be a hot product, and that, of course, is the Apple Watch. And there's a story the other day. It seems that Best Buy is discounting Apple Watch. So suddenly, 
at least one of these alleged pundits is saying, oh my God, maybe sales are bad. Why would they discount it? Well, maybe because Best Buy wants to bring in store traffic. You think? Well, you know, I'm not sure if it's still the same, but Apple used to work on minimum advertised price thing where you could rarely find any uh, discount on an Apple product anywhere. And the reason was Apple uh, gave out marketing money. And if you advertised a price below what they told you you could advertise, they wouldn't give you your marketing money. And everybody wanted the marketing money. So uh, mostly you didn't see any price reductions on Apple stuff. So I don't know. You know, it's, it's hard for a retailer to discount Apple products significantly without Apple's cooperation or help. So you got to figure the price cut comes from Apple, not from Best Buy. And that may indicate that the watch didn't sell as well as they thought it would. And there's some inventory and they'd like to blow it through at Christmas time because, you know, next year there'll be a new Apple watch, right? Exactly. But I don't think they're blowing through anything. I think this is just one store doing whatever they do. And that's it. In the past, if they had done that and uh, violated or or gone against the minimum advertised price deal they had with Apple, Apple would be mad at them. I don't I I don't get the feeling that's the case. I mean, they've got store within a store again at Best Buy. I think Best Buy and Apple are, are, uh, are back to being friends. So, you know, for, for Best Buy to cut the price, which, you know, you don't see that happen. When's the last time you saw something from Apple go on sale for a significant discount? In this case, it's 50 bucks, right? Right. We have more to come with Bob Levitas on the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> If your Mac has slowed down or isn't performing like it used to, there's a smart alternative to buying a new machine thanks to OWC. With easy do-it-yourself upgrades for every Mac, OWC has what you need to get the most from your computer. From memory and SSDs to ultra-fast external storage, take it from me. You'll discover all the ways you can upgrade your Mac today at MaxSales.com. That's MaxSales.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's The Coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids. R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Concerned about harmful contaminants in your water? Look to ProPure, the most trusted name in gravity water filtration systems. ProPure, with the silver-infused Pro1 G2.0 filter, removes over 200 contaminants, including VOCs, heavy metals, chloramines, pesticides, pharmaceuticals, fluorides, and radiologicals. We don't just say it, we back it up. 
The Pro One G 2.0 filter is NSF 42 certified and independently tested to meet NSF 53 and P231 standards. Pro Pure Water, the way nature meant it to be. Clean, crisp, and refreshing. Purchase with confidence in quality, performance, and customer service. Take advantage of our biggest holiday 25% off sale going on now. Visit your authorized Pro Pure dealer or ProPureUSA.com. That's P R O P U R U S A.com. Or call 800 544 3533. 800 544 3533. Owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Get on board with the tax admiral. Don't pick on the IRS alone. I'll cut penalties and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. If you owe $10,000 or more, then call the tax admiral. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. Sciatica, lower back pain, hip pain, poor posture. If you suffer from any of these problems, get ready to relax. Introducing an amazing product that's been in the market for over 25 years, the Sacro Wedgie. It was invented by a football coach using a common sense osteopath technique. He created this device to help his athletes by isolating and supporting the sacrum, which is the keystone of our anatomy. This wedge-shaped bone is in the center of our hips, where a lot of pain starts. Simply relax 20 minutes daily on the amazingly simple Sacro Wedgie and let gravity do the work, helping muscles rebalance and start releasing nerves. Sit in the Sacro Wedgie at the computer or while traveling to help correct posture to finally help relieve those stubborn aches and pains for only $33.95. It's made in the USA, so click the family-owned website at sacrowedgie.com, spelled S-A-C-R-O-W-E-D-G-Y.com, or call 1-800-737-9295. That's 1-800-737-9295. Relax your back pain away with the Sacro Wedgie. As the cold and flu season approaches, Silver Lungs is ready to help you and your family through the toughest of the year by supporting your immune system and overall health. From our best-selling colloidal silver generating system to our entire line of silver-based skin gels, nasal sprays, soaps, and silver solutions. Silver solutions remain one of nature's most powerful and least expensive antibacterial agents. Now you can produce your own for pennies a day in the comfort of your home using the breakthrough technology of the Silver Lungs Generator. Learn more today at www.silverlungs.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow night owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. So on the Tech Night Out Live, I'm Gene Steinberg. A reminder that we have for you an ad-free version of the show if you want it for a modest monthly annual five-year or lifetime subscription fee. If you go to plus.technightout.com, P-L-U-S.technightout.com, that's all you have to do. And we're really happy and pleased as punch before they punch me out, pleased as punch to offer you Tech Night Owl Plus, plus.technightowl.com. We're going to have more episodes soon of Tech Night Owl Minute. How can you lose? Great deal for the holidays if you like the show. We also give you better quality audio, so you can tell the difference between the Yeti that Gene Simmons, I mean Bob Levitas, is using, and you can also see how 
I sound, whether using a Blue Spark mic, is in any way different from using the previous mic, the Yeti Pro, which is the more advanced version of the Yeti mic. Which do you prefer, or do you even hear a difference? I don't. (laughs) We were saying, before we broke, we were talking again, speculation about Apple Watch. Now, I assume you have an Apple Watch, and you've had one for a long, long time, right? I do. Does that mean we're married? Yes, I've had I've had an Apple Watch since the first day, and I uh, I like it a lot. Although I have a hard time recommending it to other people because it, it really doesn't do anything that that they can't either do with their phone or with a cheaper piece of wearable technology. On the other hand, it's just so darn cool. If you're a geek, you just kind of gotta have it. <laughs> Does geek though? make it in terms of getting another six or eight million people to buy one? Well, I don't know. You know, there, I think that uh, talking into your wrist has to become more mainstream. You know, people have to get more used to it. And I think at some point, you know, it, it'll look as normal as somebody talking into a bar of soap. You know, remember when we first started seeing people talking on cell phones in public? It looked like they were, you know, talking into a banana or a bar of soap or something. Um, And it looked weird, but now you don't even think about it. Now you see people talking on phones everywhere. So talking into your wrist isn't going to look as weird next year or the year after. And I think uh, once people get used to it, it is very convenient, you know, especially for who's calling. If your phone's in your pocket or your purse, who's calling? Who texted me? If you need to make a quick response, it's just great because... You don't have to fumble with anything. It's pretty much hands-free, although you have to put one hand up near your face. It's just a convenient kind of cool thing. And, you know, for people our age, we remember Dick Tracy and his wrist communicator. And and I remember thinking, I can't wait till we get those. And, you know, it took 50 more years, but now I've got one. So you can be just like Warren Beatty in that movie Dick Tracy with his wristwatch, his wrist radio. And by the way... Don't forget talking to your shoe, okay? Talking to your shoe. Maxwell Smart. Of course, back in the 1960s, you, sir, might have been talking to your shoe. The only problem is if the shoe had Siri, would your shoe talk back to you? Man, would I like a shoe phone with Siri. Think of how much fun you could have in public with that. I mean, talking into your wrist is weird is weird and gets sometimes the wrong kind of attention. But talking into your shoe, that's really weird. Max Smart, one of my favorites. Maxwell Smart. Yes. Right. Sorry about that, Chief. Sorry about that, Chief. That was, of course, Don Adams, and that was his shtick. You know, he created this character for his comedy act, and they took the character, and Mel Brooks and Buck Henry created Get Smart. Isn't that amazing? They made a movie of it with Steve Carell playing that role. I guess he did a good job, but I worry when you reboot a movie of a TV series, I just think things just get screwed up and they make it more juvenile. They do something wrong. Like forget about what Bill Cosby is now when he was respected. And they did a remake with Eddie Murphy in the Bill Cosby role of I Spy. I think that was a screw up. I think they totally lost what the show was about. Bob, just want to tell you listeners, things are going to be really screwy in this segment, partly because 
My sound is cutting out or distorting terribly on his computer. Skype is doing something to interfere with this. Perhaps E.T. has taken over the management of Skype. Could be. Is that possible? Entirely. Ah, all right. Anyway, I guess we were talking about remakes. And yetis. We were talking about remakes of TV shows. Oh, Get Smart. Yeah, the remake wasn't very good. I saw a few minutes of it and gave up. The one for I Spy I thought was just terrible. And I liked the original I Spy. Forget about all the stupid things that Bill Cosby has done. You know, but the guy's like 78, 79. You know, what are you going to do with him now? He's a old man. I guess maybe not as old in actual physical terms as somebody his age 10, 20 years ago. What are you going to do with him? But the thing here, of course, is when they run out of ideas, they make a movie of it. Take an old TV show. Take The Lone Ranger. How could that fail? Well, they did that, what, about 1980 or so, and it failed. In fact, the actor playing The Lone Ranger was so bad, they had to redub his voice. And then they remade it again with Johnny Depp as Tonto. That's brilliant. (laughs) Told from Tonto's point of view, and that movie was awkward, illogical, and terrible. And I remember the original. Why can't that? You know, the thing that bothers me is if you're going to remake it, why not think, what about the original show that we like? Or Man from Uncle, for example, with Army Hammer and Henry Cavill, the guy who plays Superman. If you're going to remake one of these things, why tamper with it? Why not simply take what was good about the original show and bring it up to date with a new story, new cast, better special effects? 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street. I have never watched that show, so I have no idea what the movie was like, and I have made no effort to consider the movie. I never watched the show, but the movie was great. How can a movie be bad if Jonah Hill stars in it? Well, here's the thing, too. If you capture the spirit of what made the original show work, perhaps you can do it. Hawaii Five-0 is a remake of a TV series that lasted like 10 years or something like that. And the new version's on for maybe five years. And I think the show works. I wasn't a big fan of the original with Jack Lord or Roe Fat, the villain played by a guy named Kai D, who I think was Danish or something like that. Okay, one more piece of trivia. Kai D played the evil Chinese brainwasher in the original Manchurian Candidate, in case anyone remembers or anyone cares. I mean, that's fine. I think the remake is really, really well done, and I enjoy it. But you just can't do that all the time. I'm Obviously, with The X-Files, it's not a remake. They're just continuing the show with the same cast. We're going to continue this show with the same cast. Gene Steinberg. Only older. <laughs> The older Gene Steinberg and the slightly older Bob Levitas, who has this mirror in the closet that contains the apes. This is the Tech Night Out Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. 
Are your Google search results killing you? Unflattering content in blogs, news articles, online reviews, social media, or other sources can jeopardize your reputation, your business, and your livelihood. Let Reputation.com help. Our patented technology will make the truth about you more visible while pushing down unwanted negative content. Improve your Google search results. Call Reputation.com at 1-800-831-0771 for a free consultation. That's 800-831-0771. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you, people seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com, and if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more, and this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com, ParanormalDate.com, and use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. This is Dan Pilla. Do you owe the IRS money you can't pay? Are tax debts crippling you? I've defended people from the IRS for over 30 years. I've helped thousands and I can help you too. I wrote the book on IRS settlement and I'm telling you, there's no such thing as a hopeless case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX to finally get free of IRS debt. With the IRS's new programs, there's never been a better time to solve your problem. Call 800-34-NO-TAX. That's 800-34-NO-TAX or my website, danpilla.com. This is a healthcare alert from the Pain Relief Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one suffers from knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain and have Medicare as your primary insurance, we've got great news. You don't have to suffer any longer. You can immediately qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you by calling our 24-7 pain relief hotline at 866-389-0620. Delivery is free and all paperwork is handled for you. If you are on Medicare and have knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain, don't wait you can qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost by calling our 24-7 pain hotline now at 866-389-0620. Our representatives are standing by 24-7 to take your call and rush you your pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you. Shipping is free and all paperwork is handled for you. Just call 866-389-0620. That's 866-389-0620. Again, 866-389-0620. With a new year coming, it's time for a new way to look at weapon storage. Safes can't be accessed quickly and racks are unsafe for children. Covert cabinets are the next level in home defense. They fit seamlessly into any home's decor and they provide quick access to firearms while keeping them uniquely hidden. Covert cabinets, the ideal hidden storage solution. Custom made in the USA. Covert cabinets are an elegant and practical alternative to the bulky and obvious storage systems of the past. Find out more at covertcabinets.com. That's covertcabinets.com. 
Live with Gene Steinberg. It's the Tech Night Owl. Because you never know what's going to happen next. So anyway, let's look at various and sundry things here. A lot of criticisms lately about the quality of Apple's software. So OS X El Capitan was getting two and a half star ratings at the App Store for being really not very good. Went up to three stars this week, a new update, 10.11.2. Boy, that's getting confusing to figure those out. Is up. What is your El Capitan experience about, considering you've written a book about it? El Capitan, I think, has been a much better upgrade experience than either of the couple or three previous to it. From Yosemite to El Capitan, for most people, was totally painless. Nothing broke. It just worked. A bunch of stuff that didn't work so great before worked better after the upgrade. And I didn't, I didn't hear a lot of complaining about, oh my gosh, my, what, you know, insert your favorite program's name here, doesn't work anymore. Well, there wasn't much of that. Uh, also, I think that it is uh, significantly faster and more stable. I'm certainly not having as many network issues. I, I was having dropout network issues both on iOS devices and the Mac before the two updates. And now with uh, El Capitan and iOS 9, things are nice and solid. I've got about 11 Apple devices around my house. And when the network gets wonky, it's a, it's a pain. It's like i got to run around and check every device and make sure they're on the network and things are working. All of a sudden, you know, after the updates, all that stuff calmed down, and, and uh, I don't seem to be spending any time trying to figure out why this device or that device is off the network when it was on a minute ago. Well, Wi-Fi has been a really big problem when it came to Yosemite. The latest El Capitan update includes a Wi-Fi fix. It's like Apple never gets that right. Well, yes, but it's much better than it was. And as far as, you know, not having a lot of new features, I think maybe that was a smart call because they focused on fixing bugs and, and making things work better and or faster or both. Um, and in most cases, I think they're succeeding. And I think maybe it's a good thing that there wasn't a bunch of new stuff for them to, you know, get focused on and not fix all this. Underpinnings, the underpinnings, you know, once that's solid, then they then you can go on and make new things. But let's get the basics down. In my opinion, uh, El Capitan did a pretty good job of that. And you can't beat the price. It's free. Hey, yeah, I mean, listen, that's it, you know. It's free, it's good. What are you going to say? It's free and it is good. And, you know, there's not, there's really no uh, no landmark feature in El Capitan. There's no like, oh, you got to have it for the new search feature or the new Siri feature or the new something. Well, there really isn't one of those. But in most cases, I found it to be superior to Yosemite. It's, it doesn't give me as many problems. I don't have to restart as often. You know, I was probably restarting my computers every few days uh, in Yosemite. With, with El Capitan, I can go weeks and weeks without even thinking about it. You know, just nothing bad happens, so I don't have to even think about having to restart. So I, I'm happy with it. I give it an 88. You can dance to it. It's got a good beat. 
Well, I have one problem. I'll give it like an 88 also. My problem is in mail, every so often it just freezes for no reason. For about 30 seconds, it becomes unresponsive and then it's back working normally. You know, I was seeing that in Yosemite and I don't, I haven't noticed it lately. I don't think I'm seeing it anymore. I wonder if, um, I think I rebuilt all my mailboxes at some point since I installed El Capitan. You might want to try that. Rebuild the mailboxes with the rebuild command in the file menu, I think it is. I've already done that. Okay. Well, for some reason, I'm not, I know exactly what you're talking about. It would just lock up for a while and then it looked like it was thinking, spinning the beach ball, and then it would come back and be normal. And mine went away. I don't know if it went away when I installed El Capitan or before or after, but I don't have it anymore. Odd. That's odd. You know what? That's odd. Oh, well. I did the rebuilding, as I said, and it didn't work. I'll try it again. Maybe there have been some updates since then. I'll yeah, give another shift. After the new, after the new uh, 10.11.2, uh, try it again. And it may be that some of the changes made in mail along with rebuilding the mailboxes will fix it. Only one way to find out. I will do it. I have very large mailboxes anyway. What about iOS 9.2? Been good for you? I only installed it this morning. I, I spoke last night at, at uh, the Austin user group, CapMac. And so as I was telling them, when I have a presentation coming up, I tend not to install new operating systems on my devices right before I go on stage. So uh, I didn't install it till yesterday, like last night. And this morning, I've noticed no difference. So I don't have any real, no comment either way on 9.2 iOS 9.2. I, I don't. I hope. Uh, well, I know that one thing got fixed that I've been waiting for. I bought. I got a new Apple TV, and uh, you couldn't use the remote app on your phone or your iPad to remote control it, which was horrible because it keeps asking for passwords, and the passwords, you know, you have to type them by moving the cursor on screen. It's horrible. So. Um, I'm very uh, happy to see the, I guess it's called the uh, TVOS update, which I haven't installed yet, but I'm very, very much looking forward to. It also adds uh, support for Siri and uh, Apple Music, so I can sit in the living room and speak into my Apple TV remote and say, Siri, play uh, Beatles, play songs by the Beatles. Or And Siri says, I prefer the Rolling Stones and the Turtles. I, I learned a great trick last night. You want to really upset a room full of Apple fanatics? Get real close to the microphone and say, Hey, Siri. <laughs> About 30 phones in the room went ding when I said it. It was the coolest thing. <laughs> well, you yeah, but you that. see what happens here is that we have stations in Boston and New York that carry this show. Worldwide audience online. So now... Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, having heard the word, hey, Siri, will be freaking. You know, their, their phones are going to go ding. I hope. Because <laughs> that's, that's kind of how I roll. I'm going to do it again. Hey, Siri. <laughs> my, phone, my phone went ding. As it should. As well it should. 
Okay, I'm going to try it right now. Hey, Siri. Do you have it enabled on your phone? So far as I know. Let's check it out, okay? I know mine works because it just did. All right, here we go. We're now going to look. It says it can't get the mail because it's not responding. All right, we'll check that out in a moment. But now let's take a look at settings for Siri. Okay. I'm going to take a look right now. Where are you, little Siri? Where are you? I'll tell you, this list of preferences has become so long. But there's a search now. You can search for the I one you that. want. I know that. It never finds what I'm looking for, though. If you don't know the exact name of it, you're stuck. Still. All right, here we go. Here we go. Siri. Hey, Siri is allowed. It's plugged in because this is not an iPhone 6S, so it needs to be plugged in for this to happen. Hey, Siri. Okay. Did it work? No. How about if I say it? You know what? Okay. Say it. Go ahead. Hey, Siri. Doesn't like you either. My phone my phone turned on and woke up. So, ladies and gentlemen here, we are making total fools of ourselves. I won't say it's because we have Bob Levitus, Dr. Mac, with us, author of over 75 books. It's just because today is a flaky day. I've heard of a song called Rainy Day. This is Flaky Day on the Tech Night Out Live. <laughs> Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. So you've got to take a state construction license exam or certification. Can't decide on what books or what chapters to study? Discover right now how you can eliminate unnecessary books and wasted study time. At ContractorExam.com, our study materials zero in on state-required test topics in an effective, multiple-choice format. So whether you're a plumber, electrician, general contractor, or other construction-related trade, ContractorExam.com will help get you prepared. Visit us at www.ContractorExam.com today. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day. But growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. 
A revolution in body protection has arrived only at FortressSurvivalLLC.com. Introducing the revolutionary patented Level 3 Bulletproof Vest. 100% Kevlar, 100% American made. Concealable, fully adjustable, and the lowest price on the market. Adult size normally $289.99, now just $250. Kid size normally $239.99, now just $200. Get affordable protection with a Level 3A Bulletproof Vest from FortressSurvivalLLC.com. For thou art my rock and my fortress. Psalm 31.3. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional and installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $19.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-905-MY-TV. 1-855-905-MY-TV. Hi, I'm Rick Osick with Famous Footwear. Did you know that premature birth is the number one killer of babies? That's why we support the March of Dimes in the fight against premature birth. Join us in supporting cutting-edge research, treatment programs, and outreach to help moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Learn how you can help save babies' lives at marchofdimes.org. what's going to happen next well here's the tech night owl live with gene steinberg all right the software works for bob levitas mostly works for me i'll rebuild all my mailboxes in a moment probably while you're answering a question So let's continue here, since it's going to be the last show of the year with you and I on it, unless you invite me to something later on. What do you think of the top 10 developments in the Apple universe this year? Uh, Well, let's see. They're the the most, uh, the highest capitalized company ever in the history of the universe ever so that they're worth more than any company's ever been worth in the world ever before depending on how you count but either way it's a pretty impressive feat for a company that around 20 years ago was teetering on the brink of bankruptcy um so that's one uh new macbook not my cup of soup but uh, pretty cool technology and i think uh over the years we'll look back and go yeah well uh, that was the first one that was really like that. It is, well, you know all about it. I'm, it's not even news anymore. The iPhone 6S Plus, that is a huge development. Why? Because it's got the best video camera ever in, an, in a phone. It's got image stabilization that makes everything you shoot, no matter how shaky your hand is, like butter. Smooth as, it's like you have a steady cam. 
inserted in your arm wherever you go. Really amazing stuff, and it's it's done with very, very cool technology. There are these little micro motors that control the lens, and they uh, compensate for your motion. So it's, it's processing motion in real time and giving the feedback to these micro motors, which do their thing to counteract your hand shaking. That is cool. And it works just unbelievably well. You get this beautiful, looks very cinematic. Go uh, try it sometime. If you've got an iPhone 6S Plus, go out, put your arm out in front of you and shoot video and just move your arm from left to right. Try to keep it as steady as possible. And then go look at the video. It's like it was on a dolly or a crane when you shot it, or on a ball head, a fluid head. It, it just looks amazing. And for that alone, the, the 6S Plus is just the, the most amazing uh, camera ever on a phone. It's just, I can't get over it. I, I go and shoot video of stuff that I don't even need just because it looks so cool. My problem is with the 6S Plus is I'd need different kinds of pants to use one. I mean, if you want it specific, I can get an iPhone 6 into my pants pocket. With a bit of difficulty, I can get it out with a bit of difficulty. But you're adding, you know, a little more space there. And I think it's going to be one real pain to make it work. At least that's for me. Well, I wear normal pants, like Levi jeans mostly, and uh, some cargo pants, and a couple kind, a couple times a year I'll put on slacks. But it goes in all my pockets, and I really haven't had a problem. I thought I would. If you wear really tight jeans, I think it might be a problem, but I'm a little too old for really tight jeans. And most of the jeans I have, it can go in the front pocket without hurting it or me. And most of the time, it's not in a pocket. Most of the time, it's out. Um, like in the car, it's on, I've got a dash mount that goes in the CD slot, so it's sitting in there. And at my house, uh, you know, unless I'm going from point A to point B, it's on my desk or on the coffee table or something. But I don't have a big problem with putting it in my jeans pockets or shorts in the summer. You live in uh, somewhere where it's hot in the summer. Arizona. Shorts are good. Arizona. Yeah, Arizona. It's hot hot all year round. But it's not that you know, you should try it before you say it'll it'll won't it'll interfere with my pants. The first thing I did when the the 6 plus came out was walk in the store and go, I'm not stealing this. I just need to stick it in my pocket and feel how it feels. And and before I decided, I had stuck it in the pocket of two pairs of pants and thought, okay, I could probably do this. And you know, a year and a half later, yeah, you get used to it. It's fine. I tell you, I struggled to pull an iPhone 6 out of my pocket. Well, that must that's just because you're a rock star and you're wearing skin-tight leather pants. I like to rock and roll, baby! Yeah, if you get, you know, wear some baggy slacks like me or uh, less tight-fitting jeans. Did I tell you that I wrote a song and I'm working on the music video? It's coming out in January, I think. Tell me more. Well, I, I got this hankering one day to write a song. I've never written a song. You know, I've been in bands and played guitar and stuff, but I never wrote a song because I never had anything I really wanted to say. And one morning I woke up 
with with the refrain in my head, iTunes must die. So I wrote a song called iTunes Must Die. I recorded it. It's uh, uh, two minutes and 54 seconds of sheer sonic bliss. All right. Now, this is back to the 1950s when music was short. You know, you had two and three minutes. It's a song. song. A a three-minute song would be the longest you'd ever get. It'd be like two, two and a half minutes. That was before Stairway to Heaven. Well, it was also before MacArthur Park and Hey Jude. Now, MacArthur Park, when we worked in radio, ladies and gentlemen, we play MacArthur Park, and then we have to make a quick visit to the little boy's room. So that's what we would do. Can you give us a couple of bars of this song, a cappella or something? Long ago, we really loved iTunes. Now it's as pleasant as a pizza with stewed prunes. Like the sound of nails on a blackboard. I think I'd rather swallow a long sword. Nobody likes iTunes much anymore. I'll leave it until January for you to hear the chorus, but it goes, iTunes must die. It's a toxic hell stew. Some people are saying the same thing about the Mac App Store, by the way. Well, the Mac App Store... You know, here's the problem. Whenever anything gets up to a million items in the store, it gets hard to shop. Um, I'm talking about the Mac version. Mac version's not a million, but it's... <sighs> I don't have a problem with the Mac App Store yet, but I think at some point I might. Um, it's better than the iApp Store, the iOS App Store, where... I mean, if you want a specific... I can get an iPhone 6 into my pants pocket with a bit of difficulty. I can get it out with a bit of difficulty. But you're adding, you know, a little more space there. And I think it's going to be one real pain to make it work. At least that's for me. You know, there's 60,000 apps with similar names trying to get you to buy them when you hear about the one that's good. Look at all the camera apps that try to be, you know, camera plus or camera something pro. Anyway, but I digress. Digressing is good. Oh, by the way, as we're talking, we mentioned before about the quality of Apple software. I look at the preliminary reviews of the El Capitan 10.11.2 update. As I'm looking at it, it's just 75 ratings, three stars. And the first one, the most recent one, and remember, this could be totally different when you folks see it in the App Store under featured in El Capitan. What a mess. First one. At least on iTunes, all the people do about my shows is either they like it, they dislike it, or they think there are too many ads. Oh, well. So this is not going to work, folks. Obviously. Well, now I hear you again. <laughs> it's the darndest thing. You keep disappearing completely. Well, people want to disappear me. <laughs> But it makes it hard to do a radio show, you know, when when I can't hear the questions. (laughs) Make up your own answers. I could make stuff up, yeah. Okay. That's what people do on iTunes when they review us. They make stuff up. Just leave my mic open and I'll uh, I'll, uh, freeform, you know, I'll (laughs) freestyle. Well, you know, politicians do that all the time, we know. You know, with politicians, they don't answer you. Well, they call it filibuster. Well, what they do is they... Don't answer you. They'll say, that was a very good question. 
Then they'll read their political speech, which has nothing whatever to do with the question. It's what they prepared as an answer ahead of time. You don't hear me. We have Bob Levitis, Dr. Mack, trying to listen to me. We have a glitch on our connection with Skype where occasionally he hears me. Occasionally I sound like Darth Vader and I am your father. And occasionally I just turn to static, which a lot of people think I do. This is the Tech Night Out Live. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. My name is Bill Bonner, and I have an important message. Right now, the highest levels of government are struggling against an inevitable crisis, but they're about to lose control. When this happens, it will rip our country apart in ways you never imagined, from where we shop to the family you want to protect. Look, I've made predictions like this before. A few years ago, I warned that the housing prices would collapse. Before that, I warned that dot-com companies would crash, and they did. Those who listened had a chance to save themselves. But this has nothing to do with the stock market. This will affect us all. I've posted a free video at disappearingwealth.com. Maybe you'll disagree with my conclusions, but first, you need to watch this video and see the facts for yourself. You can watch the video for free right now by going to disappearingwealth.com. Again, that's DisappearingWealth.com. Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Static or not, we are persevering. I'm the Tech Night Out Live, looking at Apple's year. What do you think Apple might have done this year that maybe was a misstep? Not fixing iTunes. <laughs> All right. Uh, iTunes is iTunes has just gotten so bloated and overloaded and confusing and complicated and just it, it tries to be too many things to too many people and fails miserably at almost all of them. So I think not paying attention to the iTunes, uh, it's the whole iTunes, Apple Music, you know, it's just all of that stuff has gotten a little bit away from 
it used to be just so easy. Everything just worked. And now, not so much. So, I don't know. I don't know. Apple's give it up on quality control. Oh, I got another problem with El Capitan. You ready for this? In messages, logging on to Facebook chat, it no longer accepts the login. Just keeps asking me to re-enter the password, which is correct. In fact, I changed my password on Facebook. So I know it's correct. Doesn't work. Hmm. Reboot. Did that. Also, asked Apple. Apple says, ask Facebook. Facebook says, ask Apple. It's the typical finger-pointing thing. Right. Well, of course, you consider all the money that Mark Zuckerberg is going to donate to charity before he leaves this mortal plane. Why don't you donate maybe $50,000 and fix this problem? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well. That's how it goes. Shall we move on? Sure. Sure. Apple TV, lack of 4K support. Is that a deal breaker? Uh, No, I don't think so. There's really not that much 4K content. And for right this second, although the 4K TVs have come down and people are starting to get them in in big numbers, uh, they're not used to seeing a lot of 4K programming. And while Apple could have gotten maybe a little jump on the 4K thing by putting it in this Apple TV. I don't think that it's hurting them not having it. And I'm pretty sure next year you'll see that and you'll see a lot more 4K content from Netflix and HBO and everybody, really. They're all doing some and I I expect, you know, it's only going to get bigger. But I don't think it's a big deal that the Apple TV doesn't have it. I don't think that's the deal breaker. Well, here's the thing about 4K that people overlook. Number one is With a 4K set, you don't have a really large screen. And if you sit too far from the TV, you don't see a difference. I think for like a 55-inch set, it's maybe 8 feet or so. has to be less than 8 feet. If you get a 60 or 65-inch screen, fine. You'll see a difference. There are other 4K formats that are not supported in most of the sets except the real expensive ones or the medium price ones. The problem here is that with... 4K sets, most do not support HDR, which is high dynamic range, or the extra color gamut, which are enhanced features of 4K. And by getting improved color and contrast, you get a noticeably better picture, even if you don't see the enhanced resolution. So there are other aspects of it, but those standards are a bit fluid. Obviously, the Amazon Fire TV doesn't support it. Obviously, the Roku 4 doesn't support it. They just support 4K resolution. But on the other hand, if you can buy a set for five, $600, which you can, that says 4K, heck, do it. Do you have a 4K set, Bob? I uh, definitely will get one. In fact, uh, I-, I was thinking of getting one this year and, and decided it, it, I'm just, I don't really need it. There's not, I don't have enough devices that uh, are capable of projecting or uh, displaying, I mean, sending 4K content to a TV. So I'm going to wait another year, but I'm definitely getting my next TV will be a 60 plus inch uh, 4K model for the den. But I don't think that right now, Apple TV not having it is going to cause them any uh, loss, any major loss sales. I mean, yeah, there's probably people with 4K TVs who are saying, I'm not buying it until it has 4K, but they'll still buy 
one next year. So I'm pretty sure by next year, there'll be a lot more 4K content to watch, and people will be a lot more eager to buy 4K support devices that support 4K. How's that? Yes. Okay. Yes. That was an emphatic yes. It's a very emphatic yes. As far as the 4K, again, if I'm going to get one, and I have a pretty decent 1080p set of several years ago from Vizio. If I'm going to get one, I'll wait till they have the enhanced color features on the set. There's no point otherwise. So if that happens, I'll get one, you know, assuming that I have the credit line and everything, but I'm not rushing. when my TV breaks, that was the or next year, year after, or when this TV dies, because its replacement will definitely be a 4K. Absolutely. Absolutely. 4K. They're going to have a 4K Blu-ray format next year. All right. One more topic or two before we go, Bob Levitis. iPad Pro. You play with one? I did. I have one right here on my desk right now. You do? Yes, sir. And guess what I have on my desk right to the right of me? Uh, Adele? Adele? No, I don't really. I'm not a big fan of Adele. (laughs) Dude, you're getting Adele. (laughs) I know that. I know that. That was Adele person. Remember that? Dude, you're getting Adele. I don't want Adele. (laughs) Remember the actor who played that role? Dude, you're getting Adele. Yeah. And then he was arrested on drug charges or something? Yeah, something like that. Could have been worse. He could have been that guy from Subway. Oh, that is really tragic. I mean, here's a guy who is overweight. He loses weight with Subway, eating Subway sandwiches all day long. And I don't believe that, by the way. You have to be really restrictive with any of these sandwiches to avoid getting fat. You can't stuff it with extra sauces and mayonnaise and cheeses and stuff like that. You know, a six-inch Subway with some cold cuts or, you know, maybe roast chicken or something like that and you don't pile on the cheese, it's probably pretty good. But I could never believe what he did. But the guy was just, you know, at the end, he confessed to being, well, you know, we don't want to go into it. It was terrible. You know, these images, like Bill Cosby. You know, everybody admired Bill Cosby. He's great. And suddenly he ends up being a sleazeball. And that's on his good days. Hey, I got a laugh from Bob Levitas. You know how rare that is? You said sleazeball and Bill Cosby in the same sentence. Come on. Well, what else is true? Um, All right, let's talk about the iPad Pro. Frosted Flakes are now no longer called sugar frosted flakes. You said what else is new? That's pretty new. All right. Last few years. iPad Pro. iPad Pro, okay. Um... Well, unfortunately, I have no drawing or painting or, you know, sketching skills. So the best thing about it is kind of lost on me because it is really the the pencil really works well. And it is very expressive. It feels like natural media, but I'm I can't paint or, or sketch with natural media. So having an iPad Pro doesn't help me. Um. I really like having all that screen real estate and, you know, it's the size of two regular iPads side by side. So 
there's a lot of room to work. I took it to Florida for Thanksgiving and tried to not use my uh, MacBook Pro. And I was successful except for one task. And that was writing a column where I, I needed to uh, do some research on the internet, edit some, some images, and do some writing all at the same time. And, and for that, I gave up on trying to do it on the iPad and pulled out my MacBook Pro. But other than that, forgetting my mail, surfing the web, doing everything that I would have ordinarily uh, done on my laptop, it was fine. And the keyboard's actually pretty good. One of the better keyboards I've used with an iPad. Let's continue with the iPad Pro in our next segment with Bob Levitas. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there's the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Concerned about harmful contaminants in your water? Look to ProPure, the most trusted name in gravity water filtration systems. ProPure, with the silver-infused Pro1 G2.0 filter, removes over 200 contaminants, including VOCs, heavy metals, chloramines, pesticides, pharmaceuticals, fluorides, and radiologicals. We don't just say it, we back it up. The Pro1 G2.0 filter is NSF 42 certified and independently tested to meet NSF. SF-53 and P-231 standards. Pro-Pure Water, the way nature meant it to be. Clean, crisp, and refreshing. Purchase with confidence in quality, performance, and customer service. Take advantage of our biggest holiday 25% off sale going on now. Visit your authorized Pro-Pure dealer or ProPureUSA.com. That's P-R-O-P-U-R-U-S-A.com. Or call 800-544-3533. 800-544-3533. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HDTV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional and 
installation. You control what you watch when you watch it. Record your favorite shows, pause and rewind live TV, even skip the commercials. Watch local channels too. At just $19.99, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-855-905-MYTV. 1-855-905-MYTV. Say goodbye to the cable guy. Cut costs and get more. 1-855-905-MYTV. 1-855-905-MYTV. If you're like me, you're concerned about the stock market and the economy. You're asking the questions, but it just doesn't seem that you're getting the right answers. Well, my friends at the Wealth Preservation Institute not only have the answers, but they've put together a free report, How to Survive the Upcoming Economic Collapse and Protect Your 401Ks, IRA Savings, and Retirement Income. Don't hesitate. This report's for free for a limited time by calling 888-772-2929. That's 888-772-2929. Take back your financial lives today. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, please send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. If you'd like to discuss today's show with fellow Night Owls, visit our community forums at forum.technightowl.com. That's forum.technightowl.com. Hey, I'm Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Now Live. Bob Levias is telling us about his experiences with the iPad Pro. And you like the touch of the smart keyboard? I do not. Oh, I don't like it. I'm just saying that for a keyboard to use with an iPad that's that portable, it's usable. It, it works for me. I, I hate all chiclet keyboards, all the little teeny keyboards like that, that my fingers are too big. But when I'm traveling... I'm resigned to the fact that I'm going to have to use a smaller keyboard than I'm used to. That one is pretty thin and lightweight and unobtrusive, yet pretty useful. My problem is the space bar. If you don't hit it just right, you skip the spaces. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I Maybe I uh, adapted to it quickly because I don't remember feeling that when I was, you know, doing all my mail on it or trying to, you know, order something on the web, filling out web forms. Well, uh, the other thing is, because of it, I discovered something that I really like that works with any iPad and any Mac, pretty much. If they can run Mac OS 9 or later or iOS 7 or later, this will work. And that is, there's an app called Duet for your iPhone, iPad, and other I your iDevices. Have you seen this? Duet. Duet. Do you know what I'm talking about? Speak to me. This lets you use your iPad as an external display for your Mac. So if you've got a uh, iPad Pro, you can set it next to your MacBook Pro display and have an additional retina display in your hotel room, let's say. That is very cool, and it works great. I mean, it, it, they've had this in the past, but it was wireless, and it, it always lagged, and it was always kind of a little less than usable. And so, you know, I never really thought about setting up a second display when I was working in a hotel room or somewhere else. But this, because I, I usually have an iPad with me, if I'm traveling, being able to hook it up as a second display is incredibly useful uh, when you're away from home. Now, I have a big 27-inch display on my desk that when I'm home, my MacBook Pro is connected to that, and that's fine. But when I leave, 
I really find it much more uh, productive to have two screens for a lot of the things I like to do. For example, if I'm working on uh, images, I like the image to be one whole screen and the tools and palettes and stuff on the other. And that just is my, the way I work. And so being able to do this in a hotel or at my mom's house in Florida really is great. And the app, it's 15 bucks for the iPhone or iOS app, iPad app, iOS app. And the, the support app on the Mac is free. So for 15 bucks, because you already own the iPad, you can add a second display to your whatever Mac you use. I don't know how many people would want to do this at home on their desk, uh, especially like if you've got a big screen already. But when you're traveling with your MacBook Pro or MacBook Air, the only thing it requires is lightning to USB connector, the, the cable that came with your iPhone or iPad, uh, and you use that to connect the monitor. And once you do, it just works. Really cool. Now, the thing that prevents me from using the iPad Pro for productivity is the same thing that keeps me using any iPad, and that is doing this show. I'm using Audio Hijack for Rogue Amoeba and Skype. You're how, never how going to be able to do that. How do I capture iPad. Skype audio with the iPad Pro? Well, see, here's the thing. There are certain things that are always going to be better on a desktop glass machine like a MacBook Pro or an iMac, uh, than on any iOS device ever. So that's one of them. Recording audio is another. You know, if you're recording more than one piece of audio at a time, if you're trying to do multi-track recording, well, it's near impossible on an iDevice. I mean, it's, you can do it to some extent, maybe four or eight tracks, but doing what you could do with a computer and recording up to, you know, 64 tracks at a time if you need to, it's just not going to happen on iOS for a long time, if ever. Because remember, it's got to have hardware and software to support it. It's not something that you could just write an app and it works. If you're going to do 16-channel input, you need some kind of connector that can connect 16 microphones or, or pickups. I, I just don't see that happening on iOS anytime in, in my lifetime uh, or the near future. And you? With the Apple Pencil, they've added support for graphic artists illustrators to do their work. I think editing would work very nicely on an iPad Pro, editing audio waveforms. But I think at this point that Apple needs to loosen sandboxing. That's the issue, sandboxing. You can't develop an app that will communicate with another app and pull the audio off it. And I think that's the big thing. The second thing is the way the file system is set. Because anytime you're working well, on there these, is no file system, really. Exactly. You've got the big problem there. There is no yes. file system. So doesn't isn't there an app that lets you send music and audio from one app to the other? Is there? Audio bus. Yes. Audio bus. There is. But it doesn't work with every app. And I'm not sure what it would do for your real-time recording of, you know, two streams. But yes, there's a thing called audio bus. And if you have that, you can transfer or you can record with one app and then send that to a different app as a track and stuff like that. I don't have a lot of experience with it, but I have it and I've used it a couple of times to move stuff from one app to another. That's not the same as being able to plug in a USB or Thunderbolt uh, device and connect 20, 20 audio sources to it, right? Big difference. Okay, for 2016, weeks away, what do you expect from Apple and the tech universe? New iPhones. New notebooks, 
new Apple TV services, shall we say, or apps, I guess. I don't know. More content on Apple TV. New watches and perhaps the first glimpse of a car. The chief over at CBS says Apple is not doing it right away with the TV service. He said that they've put it on pause, is what he said, Mr. Moonvies. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of got the feeling that getting all the rights they wanted to offer the package they wanted wasn't going very well. And I think maybe they haven't put it on pause as much as they've slowed their, their schedule down to account for apps, because now... A lot of these channels that they want can build their own app. And if they do that, then they're already in the Apple TV ecosystem and it makes it a lot easier to work with them. Once they do that, possibly they can develop one app that integrates them and Correct. sets up some kind Correct. of cost structure to buy it. That might so be I the solution. So I think Apple might be waiting for, you know, right now all the networks, HBO, Showtime, they all have their own apps and they're all working on Apple TV. But I think Apple wants to get everybody in place first before it tries to make a bundle that you can replace, that you can cut the cable with. Before we cut anything else like our time, Bob Levitas, where can we find more of your stuff? Well, my favorite website, boblevitas.tv. Find out all about me, my TV show, um, upcoming appearances, stuff like that. Stuff like that. I don't have any upcoming appearances, but you can go look there. If I had any, they'd be there. Bob Lefitis, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me, Gene. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. My dad was 59 when he collapsed from a heart attack late last year. Just this past August was when we spread his ashes on the St. Croix River. I loved my dad, but boy was he stubborn. He hadn't been to the doctor in over 25 years. His excuse? He simply couldn't afford it. He wasn't a rich man by any means. At less than $107 per month, libertyoncall.org would have been the perfect alternative for my father. Don't wait. Go to libertyoncall.org right now for not just your sake, but for the sake of your loved ones. Again, that's libertyoncall.org. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zorelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. Still wondering what to get that special someone that has everything? At ID Stronghold, we still find that a huge percentage of people do not yet have an RFID blocking wallet or purse to protect them from the new and growing threat of electronic pickpocketing. That's right. Even though 40% of all new chipped payment cards shipped in 2014 contain a wireless interface called RFID that allows the account information to be skimmed by a thief passing near your cards, most people are still unprotected. The good news is that ID Stronghold makes luxurious 
Swiss leather wallets and other products that prevent this. ID Stronghold founded the entire RFID protection industry and has been protecting the RFID chips in government and military ID cards for over a decade. So go to idstronghold.com and get that loved one a stylish leather RFID blocking wallet or clutch. That's idstronghold.com. After all, wallets and purses have always been a great gift. Now they are an even better gift. Visit idstronghold.com today. So you've got to take a state construction license exam or certification. Can't decide on what books or what chapters to study? Discover right now how you can eliminate unnecessary books and wasted study time. At ContractorExam.com, our study materials zero in on state-required test topics in an effective, multiple-choice format. So whether you're a plumber, electrician, general contractor, or other construction-related trade, ContractorExam.com will help get you prepared. Visit us at www.ContractorExam.com today. You haven't experienced yogurt until you've tried a Mossy, embodying health and flavor in a true whole milk, green-fed dairy beverage. Every sip pays homage to our old-world cows and the ancient culturing methods their milk benefits from. With over 30 probiotics, a Mossy's undeniably nutritious, refined, cultured sensation bolsters your health and awakens your passion for dairy. A Mossy's so good, and you need to try it. Contact your Longevity distributor or call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. Ted Anderson telling you about Jordan Rubin's Beyond Organic Green-Fed Raw Cheddar Artesian Cheese featuring whole milk created through ancient dairy breeding, unpasteurized, untreated whole milk on the same farm the cows graze, containing natural sources of omega-3s, CLA protein, calcium, probiotics, and enzymes. I have never tasted cheese this good, and you need to try it. Contact your Longevity distributor or call 877-878-4203 or go to GCNteam.com. If you or someone you care about loves outdoor adventure, then check out Slingbow.com for some unique holiday gift ideas. That's Slingbow.com, where we have some innovative new products for the archer, hunter, or bow fishing enthusiast in your family. Now through January, use the promo code HOLIDAY to get free shipping in the U.S. or Canada. And from all of us at Slingbow Industries, have a safe, joyous, and peaceful holiday season. You never know what's going to happen next while listening to the Tech Night Isle, live with Gene Steinberg. We have Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer making his regular visit to the Tech Night Isle live. Welcome back, Brian. Thanks for having me, Gene. All right. Let me cover something that you and I are in simpatico here about. And the headline over at the Mac Observer is how unwanted cable channels tricked us into a golden age of TV. Let me preface this by saying that the so-called movement to cut the cable cord also includes getting a slimmer collection of shows. You don't have to pay for 300 channels and have only 10 or 12 to watch, so why not pay for the 10 or 12? But maybe that's not the best idea. Because there's a lot of great stuff out there in some of these unknown channels. Tell us more. Well, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, that that piece actually started off uh, being uh, just, I was going to point our readers to something over at Recode, written by Peter Kafka, where he was kind of supplying some of the details about why uh, Apple had uh, run so much uh, resistance from the TV industry about launching its own streaming TV service. 
And the story that, that's uh, come out this week is that Apple has, in fact, suspended that effort after years and years and years and years and years and years of trying. Uh, Apple has suspended the effort. And it seems that the, the big problem was that Apple wanted to offer 10 to 14 channels at 30 bucks a month, uh, maybe as high as 40 but it looks like Apple was looking for 30 which would actually be more per channel than we're paying with most of our cable packages, but you wouldn't be paying for all the stuff you don't want and the stuff that you don't watch. And Apple believes that this is the sweet spot for consumers, that consumers don't want a jillion channels that they're not going to watch. And as I was kind of putting that little pointer together, it just I started thinking about the, the implications of not having all those channels. And one of the things that um, that really stood out for me is, you know, the, the, there's, there's channels, there's cable channels like FX and TNT and USA. And that, sci-fi. And sci-fi. Absolutely, and sci-fi. But, but, but sci-fi, sci-fi was a purpose-built channel for science fiction content, for sure, and fantasy content. But these other stations, TNT, uh, USA, and... Uh, and FX in particular, they started off as venues for the networks to show reruns and, you know, has-been movies. And an interesting thing happened with the proliferation of, of all these channels. The, 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 the networks, the studios, decided to start competing for eyeballs on some of these, you know, second-rate channels, so to speak, some of these cable channels. And they started producing original content. And it turned out that that we the viewers responded to that and they found that if they made more original content they would actually get more eyeballs to these to these other channels and 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 the result i firmly believe that we're in a golden age of tv right now there's just never been so many great shows to watch ever let's go into more detail let me tell you how i discovered that as you know usa network which is owned by nbc was showing reruns. Then they decided to add some original programming, and the first show I noticed was Monk, about an obsessive compulsive detective played by Tony Shalhoub. And he's a fabulous character actor. I mean, you see him in different films, like Galaxy Quest, the send-up of Star Trek. He was in the cast there playing the ship's engineer who was actually an actor pretending to be the ship's engineer. Right. He was in the movie The Siege, where he plays an Arab-American coping with a terrorist. He's an FBI agent, okay? And his son is picked up in like this internment camp set up by the villain or one of the villains who happens to be Bruce Willis playing a general, all right? So anyway, going back to Monk, it was great because his comic timing is fabulous. It had a great staff of supporting actors. And so I got to watch that. And then they added these other shows that you're talking about, like Covert Affairs and Justified. Just, one of my favorite Right. Ones. Of Burn course, Notice, that was yeah. on FX. And then Burn Notice yeah. on USA Network, where this actor who, by the way, was just a supporting actor, and he becomes a star. And it was another great show. And Bruce Campbell, who's a great actor from the horror films, was it Evil Dead he did? He played here just this burned out former FBI agent. It was just a great show. And as you say, you've got some such wonderful stuff there. Like on FX, you've got The Americans and the other shows you mentioned, Justified, which is no longer being made. That was good. 
Psych was another one that's off the air, but it was uh, you know, a great show. Yeah, Monk, that was where was somebody pretends to be a psychic and works with the police department. And it was around about the time that Monk was around and continued after that. Now, a lot of the shows you mentioned have been canceled, the ones on USA Network. Some of the shows are getting edgier now, like Mr. Robot yeah. is an absolute fabulous show that never could have made it on the networks. And that's the thing about it here. You're seeing fair that doesn't get to the network because the language is a little bit more extreme. They use one or two words that you can't use on commercial TV. And because they could good ratings, and sometimes the ratings come close to a commercial TV show on a broadcast network. So I agree with you there. But still, we're talking here about 10 or 12 channels out of 300. Of course, we have BBC America for Doctor Who and a lot of other stuff. But, but here's the thing, Gene. Here's the important bit. Sure. The, before, all right, FX exists in part because the, uh, just to pick one of them as an example, because Fox realized that it could force the cable providers to license FX in order to license Fox News and the Fox, uh, the Fox uh, network, right? So if it wasn't for the bundle and the requirement for a bundle, there'd be no FX, there'd be no USA network, there maybe would be no sci-fi channel. All these great extra options wouldn't be there unless you had the cable bundle, unless they had the money to pay for some of the best stars out there to do original programming. And, and more particularly, we say we don't want these extra channels, but it turns out that some of us are watching them. Well, I'm watching them. I, As I said, there's 12 that I watch. Sci-Fi, TNT, USA Network, FX. And there are two or three others that have really great original programming. Now, it's not the same thing as the premium cable channels. You have to pay extra, like, what, $15 a month for each, or you get a bundle or something like that. That's one thing. These are channels that are owned in large part by the regular networks, part of that bundle. There's another one from NBC called Clue, C-L-O-O. And what does it offer? It's mostly procedurals, like Law & Order or NCIS. But, you know, there are a lot of fans for those shows, and they like to watch them. And so you have that option. So I understand what you're saying. But as far as Apple is concerned, remember, Dish Network already has a slim plan called Sling TV. They were allowed to do that. And that's the basic methodology there, where you have a small number of carefully selected channels, a few tiers. The only thing you don't have is local TV. And that's something that Apple wanted. So if Dish Network can get that why couldn't apple do something similar well to be fair dish was sued by at least one of the uh uh the network conglomerates uh over uh the sling package and i i think that's actually still working its way through the courts so it's not like uh it's not like everybody was necessarily on board with uh with what uh, dish was doing there it's when it comes to Apple, there's a lot more than just uh, – actually, Peter. I've got to quote Peter Kafka. Uh, he had a great, a great line uh, in his piece. Before we do that, we have to do a break. That comes first. We break the station. We split it in half 
or in 12 parts, whatever you like. And by the way, if you want to get the ad-free version of this show, go to plus.technightowl.com. More on why we need all those 300 channels and what it gives us more to come with Brian Chaffin and Gene Steinberg on the Tech Night Owl Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Neighbors, are you tired of dealing with a slow web hosting provider? Well, check out A2 Hosting and their screaming fast Swift server platform. They even have SSDs that load pages 300% faster than the competition. Ready to give your site a speed boost? Well, tell you what, neighbors, head on over to a2hosting.com. That's A2, that's number two, a2hosting.com. Check out their Prime Hosting account. And get this, neighbors, they're even giving you an exclusive 25% off discount for all our listeners, 25%. And remember, their Guru Crew support team is standing by 24-7, 365 days a year to answer any of your questions. Now, to get the discount, use the coupon code GENE when you check out. Hey, Berkey Guy here. Are you still drinking unfiltered tap water? Does your water contain chlorine or fluoride? Will you have drinkable water in an emergency? The Berkey Guy is here to help you remove these and other potential contaminants from your water, thus helping you drink clean, purified water. We offer Berkey water purification systems at the lowest available prices online. Don't go another moment without Berkey System. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands drink clean, purified water. Join them by visiting GoBerkey.com or call me, the Berkey Guy, at 877-886-3653. That's 877-886-3653. As the cold and flu season approaches, Silver Lungs is ready to help you and your family through the toughest of the year by supporting your immune system and overall health. From our best-selling colloidal silver generating system to our entire line of silver-based skin gels, nasal sprays, soaps, and silver solutions, Silver Solutions remain one of nature's most powerful and least expensive antibacterial agents. Now you can produce your own for pennies a day in the comfort of your home using the breakthrough technology of the Silver Lungs Generator. Learn more today at www.silverlungs.com. Just recently, we've witnessed some of the most catastrophic disasters in history. Be sure to prepare yourself with great-tasting, high-quality, GMO-free food that has a 25-year shelf life. Of course, we're talking about the foods from SurvivalFoodAlliance.com. And don't forget, the human body needs up to three quarts of water every day to remain healthy and hydrated. So check out our water bricks at SurvivalFoodAlliance.com. Go to SurvivalFoodAlliance.com or call 877-223-1776. Are you tired of commuting to a job that makes someone else rich? Working harder than ever, but getting nowhere? Do you hate spending hundreds of dollars every week on daycare? Having someone else raise your children? With our opportunities, you can start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss, work from home, and live a happier life. At Be The Boss Network, you'll find hundreds of work-from-home opportunities that you can literally start today and be earning money as soon as next week. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week. You get to be the boss. Get out of the rat race. Work from home. Go to freedom106.com right now and change your life today. That's freedom106.com. Go to freedom106.com and start earning money as soon as next week.
You be the boss. Go to freedom106.com. Owe $10,000 or more to the IRS? Get on board with the tax admiral. Don't pick on the IRS alone. I'll cut penalties and reduce your overall tax bill. Sometimes I can even get it zeroed out completely. We're an A-rated company helping people clean up their mess with the IRS. If you owe $10,000 or more, then call the tax admiral. Call 800-287-7180. Again, that's 800-287-7180. 800-287-7180. You never know what's going to happen next while listening to the Tech Night Isle, live with Gene Steinberg. So, we're talking here about the cable bundle and the things it's brought us in great great TV programming. You had something to say about a columnist and comments? Yeah. Peter Kafka wrote uh, this great line. He said, while TV executives will say they understand that consumers don't want to pay for channels they don't watch, all of them will argue that their channels are must-haves, which kind of sums up the state of the industry uh, as a whole. You know, the 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 networks, the, they look at the, all the, at the family of channels they have as, as sort of one overall product that, that fits uh, you know, where they've got a, an overall strategy. But the reality is, is, that, is that we're being forced to pay for that stuff whether or not we want it. And I, that's the thing that, that Apple is, is running up against when it looks to offer something like a slim TV bundle. But there's a little more to it, too. The, the TV networks are terrified that they'll lose control of the relationship with their customers any more than uh, th- than they already have if Apple takes this over. Put another way, they're they're f- they're they're worried about the fact that Apple can can do customer relations and, and the customer experience better than they can, and rather than use that that opportunity to make their customer experience better, they would instead rather just, you know, keep the status quo and and keep Apple from actually being in the mix. This is such a confusing situation here. And I understand the other logic behind having a lot of channels, because a lot of times you discover these things by accident. You don't read about them. You're just doing channel surfing. And that's how we discovered Monk, by the way, on USA Network. We were channel surfing. My wife was looking for something. And she said, you know what? This is good. Look at this show. And we were hooked. But if the show wasn't on there, if that channel was not on there, you wouldn't have it. So I understand that to get the 12 channels, maybe you need the two or 300 because maybe there'll be a 13th channel. But there's got to be a compromise. I always think that if two responsible people, and I can't say that the entertainment companies or the cable networks are necessarily responsible. But you assume if two sane people, Apple and the cable and the entertainment companies, are talking in a room, they could say, look, this is the problem that you're having now. You're losing customers because they want something cheaper. They can't afford that. They'll accept the Netflix and the Hulu and all these separate services. Or maybe they'll get HBO or CBS has a streaming service too. They'll get it that way. So why don't we work out something to unify this? But there's an also an interesting thing here. You're going to see more and more of these networks offering their own streaming packages. And maybe Apple's contribution 
is to develop an app that brings them all together, not having 26 separate apps, but puts them all with a single interface. So each service is still getting their buck, but you pay from one place. You have one app that has all the shows and that makes it easier. Of course, that takes you back to traditional cable, but still slimmer than it is now. What do you think? Well, there's there's two aspects of that. First, uh, uh, there's there's some flies in my ointment, and I will I will point those out in a second. Uh, but the more pertinent thing to what you just said is that going the app route on Apple TV is Apple's fallback position. The point being that Apple is right now trying to demonstrate that the Apple TV has an audience that it is a good. Uh, place to uh, deliver content to viewers if you want those eyeballs. And they're essentially letting the App Store and the various apps that content providers are putting on the App Store um, do the talking for Apple TV and its goals. Um, it's probably uh, it's a good fallback position. And, you know, we'll see if we'll see if it ends up working, because the reality is if, if Apple can end up delivering the eyeballs, someone's going to come on board. Now, right now, the figures I'm hearing, the numbers I'm hearing about the first group of apps, that developers aren't taking home a lot of money. The most popular apps are games, second entertainment. But remember, this is a brand new platform, brand new product, and it's probably going to take a while before people buy it. And it's the chicken and the egg syndrome again. Why buy an Apple TV? Well, I can get more content I can't get from the other one, uh, more content than I can get from Amazon or Roku. So am I in the ballpark there? Yeah, I mean, the, the the app question as a whole is separate from the the channels as apps issue and the idea of, of a streaming uh, TV service. Uh, two completely separate issues, even though they both involve the App Store. Um, I, I th- um, for content providers getting money for their apps isn't an issue because those apps are free, generally speaking. Um, so uh, I, I, um, let me point out the flies in my ointment instead. Sure, go ahead. Uh, the fly in my ointment is the internet. And Netflix and Amazon Prime are two excellent examples of this. Um, both of those companies have the money and the resources and the internet distribution to develop their own programming, their own original programming, essentially in exactly the same way that these used to be unwanted channels played uh, uh, the, the role that those unwanted channels played in developing this content. And the internet as a whole being this gigantic, massive distribution system where we're not forced to pay for all the um, uh, all these channels that we don't want, it can also be the outlet for developing all this new programming and this this niche programming and um, you know programming that, that that isn't big enough or good enough or appropriate enough for uh, for mainstream uh, networks. It is quite possible that these unwanted channels can go by the wayside and that the internet will pick up the slack and still provide the uh, the outlets that we need to, to to continue having all this amazing programming that we're seeing that's it, that's very possible and it may even be inevitable now i do know speaking of cbs before that you're not stuck with that service to watch programs 
that maybe you wouldn't see otherwise. Part of it is, for example, you can go to cbs.com under shows, pick a show, and quite often download, not to copy, but stream the latest episodes, like Supergirl. You want to see Supergirl and see if it's worth watching? You can see all or most of the episodes on cbs.com. And it's true with Elementary. It's true with a lot of their shows. Right. So maybe it's also a preview to get people to subscribe to CBS All Access. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are in a huge transition right now. We're in a, we're in a big transition. We're, you know, it's even while we're in the midst of this golden age of television programming, um, everything that we have known is in the process of shifting. And probably a lot more so than the than TV executives are aware of, at least judging by how, how hard they're uh, trying to cling to the legacy uh, model, the legacy uh, cable distribution model, all that sort of stuff. Um, and, you know, we'll be having a much different conversation about this, certainly in, you know, three to five years, but maybe even next year. Now, this then is a long-term thing, and maybe that's part of what Apple is doing, they realize they can't make it happen now. But as more and more people cut the cord, maybe the cable companies and the entertainment companies will come to Apple and look for a solution. But right now, it also means that what many expected from Apple TV is not coming to pass right away. Apple's going to take over the living room. They're going to give you entirely new experiences. On the other hand, Apple TV, most of what it does is actually already available. Searching apps, you can get that on Roku 4. Maybe Apple does it better, more elegantly, but it's not exclusive to Apple. And Apple doesn't even have 4K. So where is Apple overhauling the living room? And the answer is, this Apple TV is better than the last one. I don't know how sales are doing. I guess we'll see in large part when the holiday season is over what Apple has to say about it, if anything. They have given us figures on Apple TV sales in the past. So maybe they will. They don't have to. Yeah, they don't have to. And uh, I don't think, you know, uh, there's so much. Apple TV could be so much more than it is. You know, everything from the home automation hub um, to, to you know, a, a proper DVR service, or, you know, cloud-based DVR service, uh to a streaming TV service that we would that we could subscribe to, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and it's it's not. It still it still feels like everything is just sort of hovering off in the background, waiting to happen someday. Someday we'll break, and it's going to be in a few seconds. With Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer, I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many 
formats I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. Winter has just begun, and are you already tired of being cold? How would you like to never be cold again? This is Dale with Fortress Clothing, and I'm here to tell you, you will never be cold again with Fortress. If you're tired of freezing your butt off, elk hunting, sitting in a tree stand, deer hunting, winter camping, fishing, ice fishing, no longer fear the cold. If you snowmobile, ski, snowboard, get Fortress. Sledding with the kids, shoveling the walks, shopping, or if you or your spouse get cold feet at home, get Fortress. If you're stuck outside working in the cold or find yourself in an emergency situation, get our winter bug out bag and you will never be cold again. Fortress is the answer, so quit complaining and go to FortressClothing.com. It's a mid-layer garment that goes with anything you want to wear. Enter coupon code RADIO and get 20% off any item. Go now while we still have inventory. FortressClothing.com Welcome back to the Tech Night Owl Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We've got Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer focusing first two segments on Apple's efforts to reform the living room with this subscription TV service. And as the key executive from CBS told us, well, it's on hold. It's not happening. Right. Let's move on. Now, there's a story out there claiming that the sales you're seeing now on Apple Watches, like Best Buy giving you $100 off, Target giving you a $100 gift card for other merchandise, B&H giving you $50 off, Amazon giving you something off, maybe it's not selling. Now, I'm going to give a response to that, but I want to have your response. I tend to think this is just standard sales practice. They're looking at a product like that, and because it's not super expensive except for the higher-end versions, it's a good traffic builder. What do you think? Well, you can't stay an Apple reseller unless you hew fairly closely to Apple's retail price. And Apple is is probably best in class in the electronics world in enforcing that. You don't normally see a lot of Apple discounts. When you do see an Apple discount, it is something that Apple has approved in some way. Okay, we accept that. So Apple's allowing these sales to continue. But is that because sales aren't good enough or it's because the stores came to them and said, please, let's work out a deal because it would help us both move more volume, but also help us bring in more traffic? Well, that is, in fact, a good question. Um, I would imagine that a $100 discount on an Apple Watch, on an entry-level Apple Watch is higher than Best Buy's normal margins. It kind of makes me think that Apple has is passing on some discounts for them to to use. Could be wrong about that. I have no evidence of that other than just you know 
an educated guess. So what's the motive here? Is it that Apple needs to move more product? They're trying to clear the inventories ahead of next year? Or, again, they're working with their store partners because they're bringing them a lot of business? It's a great question. So what we hear is that the the Apple Watch has been moving really briskly where it's been discounted. Um, the sales have, have, have been good, which says that there's some demand for it. I don't know. I, I'm torn on this. Uh, you know, I, I you know that I've been critical of the Apple Watch. That I like mine, but I don't love it, and that I think that it's missing killer functionality we didn't know we needed. And the key here is you're our watch guru. I yeah. Well, at the very least, I'm a and a, a watch guru, I suppose. Well, you're ours. You're the best expert we know. Well, thank you. Thank you kindly. I like my Apple Watch. I don't love it. I and it and it's really easy for me to to. Pro- to project my th- the, those thoughts onto Apple's lack of information because Apple isn't telling us how well this thing is or isn't selling. They're sitting on that data, which to me is a bullet point that says it's not selling all that well. Well, here's the thing, too. If you're looking at discounts of Apple products, don't restrict yourself to the Apple Watch. You go over to appleinsider.com, for example. They've got these deals pages where you can save, what, $100, $200 on a brand new Mac, on a brand new iPad. They've even got discounts on the iPad Pro. Not a lot, but small discounts. So the key here is other Apple products are being discounted as well. So the last time I got a new Mac from MacMole, I paid maybe $100, $150 off for a current model. And also I see that AT&T has a special on iPhones. So this is not a new phenomenon for Apple to discount some of their products. It's not just the Apple Watch. That's the most important thing. It is most everything else they build. Well, the, that is that is part. Of, that's the other part of this equation. So Apple didn't do any Black Friday specials this year uh, for the first time in the last several years. Um, and instead, Apple worked with retailing partners to allow them to discount. And... That seems to be what Apple has done for this holiday season. It's it's, it's allowing its retailers to discount more uh, than than they have in the past. It's reseller partners, I should say. So, you know, the the question is the question is why? I mean, Apple has um, been having quarter after quarter after quarter after quarter of, of of great results. So it's I don't know. It's hard to say. And as far as the Apple Watch goes, it, it it's even harder to say because we do, we just don't know. Apple's not telling us. Anything. If Apple is passing on discounts for this device, it is easy to think that it's because the device isn't selling as well as Apple wanted it to. But the only comments that we've gotten from an Apple executive on this are along the lines of uh, the device is outperforming our internal expectations. And once again, it's not the only Apple product that's being discounted. So Apple is clearly working with retailers. And maybe they're splitting the difference. Apple sells it to them for a little bit lower price, and they eat some of the profits. Maybe that's part of the deal. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot we don't know about that. Okay, but you can't say all Apple products aren't selling. That's true. You definitely can't. Because the fact of the matter is that has nothing whatever to do with it. That's what I think. I just think, as you say, they're not having their own sales 
they're giving their resellers a chance to shine. Yeah, that 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 could be it. It certainly could be it. We we can kind of project whatever we want because we just don't know. Exactly. But again, you can't just restrict it to the Apple Watch, which is what Wired Magazine and ZDNet did. They never mentioned, well, all the other products are being discounted too. How can it just be the Apple Watch? I think, you know, we run into that situation every so often. But the the, the difference, Gene, is this. When you're talking about a computer, a computer that's selling for a thousand bucks or more, um, you're, you know, you're talking, if you discount that, that, that computer by a hundred bucks, you're looking at, you know, a 10% discount. Which is certainly within the margins that Apple offers its resellers. But if but you're offering you're, that kind of discount on the basic Apple Watch, it's close to a thirty percent discount. Exactly. Okay, and that's what gives me a little bit of uh, pause on this. Right. So we'll but, see how it works. But I also heard of a two for one sale on an iPhone 6s series. Yeah, two Mac for rumors one is, sale yeah. over at AT and T. I think. Yeah, Mac Rumors has uh, jumped on this. I'm actually. Um, um, uh, it, 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 that so yeah, you buy one, you get one free, and what they're doing is they're basically allowing you. You're getting a credit um, uh, on uh, on your payments that goes over either 28 or 30 months, and it's a 16 gig one that you get free, and it seems like it's a 16 gig uh, success you get no matter what size you bought for the first one. Uh, that is a first. And I'm not sure where that's coming from. I don't know if that's AT&T's initiative or if it's something that AT&T is doing with uh, Apple. If you know, AT&T is paying for that iPhone, paying Apple for that iPhone, um, it can do that kind of promotion all at once. And maybe AT&T feels they can sell more contracts as a result, right. get more and- customers to sign up, and therefore that would accommodate that. Again, make it up in volume. Yeah, Which it doesn't it, always work, but sometimes it does. It, it, it certainly doesn't always work, but in this case, uh, I, the, you know, AT&T's margins on its service are high enough that uh, it apparently thinks it can make some money on this. I would be flabbergasted if Apple was participating in this particular promotion. You know, this is this is a lot different than just offering some sort of blanket uh, discount to buy one get one free. If, like I said, if AT&T is is buying that device. Um, uh, from Apple, it can it can essentially do what it wants in terms of uh, subsidies. So, yeah, I, we we don't. This is another situation where we don't re- necessarily have a lot of information, except for the fact that AT and T is doing it. I would be shocked if Apple was involved. We've got Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer here this week. Again, we want to invite you to go to plus.technightowl.com, p l u s dot And your benefit is to subscribe to the ad-free version of this show and get the Tech Night Owl Minute. We'll have some more of those episodes coming real soon now. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Owl Live. If your Mac has slowed down or isn't performing like it used to, there's a smart alternative to buying a new machine thanks to OWC. With easy do-it-yourself upgrades for every Mac, OWC has what you need to get the most from your computer. From memory and SSDs to ultra-fast external storage, take it from me. You'll discover all the ways you can upgrade your Mac today 
at MaxSales.com. That's MaxSales.com. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-855-905-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. Say goodbye to the cable guy. And get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-855-905-MY-TV. Sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional and installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $19.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV say goodbye to the cable guy cut costs and get more 1-855-905-MY-TV 1-855-905-MY-TV With a new year coming, it's time for a new way to look at weapon storage. Safes can't be accessed quickly and racks are unsafe for children. Covert cabinets are the next level in home defense. They fit seamlessly into any home's decor and they provide quick access to firearms while keeping them uniquely hidden. Covert cabinets, the ideal hidden storage solution. Custom made in the USA. Covert cabinets are an elegant and practical alternative to the bulky and obvious storage systems of the past. Find out more at covertcabinets.com. That's covertcabinets.com. 911, what is your emergency? There's somebody in my house. Hurry, please. A home break-in happens every 22 seconds. Homes without a security system are up to three times more vulnerable to a burglary. That's why they're Simply Safe. In an emergency, our advanced wireless technology alerts police up to 10 times faster, and your connection to emergency services can't be cut because Simply Safe doesn't rely on landlines. Simply Safe costs less than half what traditional companies charge, just $14.99 a month, and there's no commitment to an annual contract. Protect your family with the highest caliber security go now to simplysafedefense.com and get 10 percent off with free shipping and a three-year warranty hurry and you'll also receive a keychain remote worth 25 dollars try simply safe for a full 60 days you'll feel confident that your family is safe or your money back go to simplysafedefense.com right now simplysafedefense.com my dad was 59 when he collapsed from a heart attack late last year. Just this past August was when we spread his ashes on the St. Croix River. I loved my dad, but boy was he stubborn. He hadn't been to the doctor in over 25 years. His excuse? He simply couldn't afford it. He wasn't a rich man by any means. At less than $107 per month, libertyoncall.org would have been the perfect alternative for my father. Don't wait. Go to libertyoncall.org right now for not just your sake, but for the sake of your loved ones. Again, that's libertyoncall.org. 
we'd like to hear from you. If you have any thoughts or comments about the Tech Night Owl Live, please get in touch at news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. Looking for past episodes? We've got hundreds at technightowl.com slash radio. That's technightowl.com slash radio. Or subscribe on iTunes. On the Tech Night Out Live, we've got Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. We've been talking about Apple's discounting or allowing stores to discount. And we mentioned Apple Watch getting a higher discount percentage-wise than other products, but they're still doing it. About the apparent decision to put the subscription service on hold. And maybe it will appear, maybe it won't. But what is Apple's endgame with regard to the TV? We have to see. You've got yourself an iPad Pro? No. Are you going to get one? Probably not. If I did, it would be simply to test it and to, you know, be able to talk about it like right now. I don't desire to use one. Uh, I don't think I'm the target market for that device. Okay. Who do you think the target market is? Well, professionals, certainly creative artists to be sure and you know if i did use if i did use an ipad pro it would probably be for stuff like a music mixing i can't draw my way out of a wet paper bag uh, well you I, see that's better than i can do you should see the stick figure drawings i could do i do have an ipad pro that we got here for review from apple i have an apple pencil i've got the smart keyboard i'll give you my reactions in a moment after we continue ryan it's not the the way i personally use my ipad is as a consumption device for information, for reading, for gaming. Uh, and I'm sure that that all those things are going to be just as good as, uh, or a- as good as the smaller form factors, but it's not as convenient for hauling it around. So I don't have a personal interest in one. I have a professional interest in one. How's that? I think that works. My problem with it, before we go on, is I think I could do decent work editing audio waveforms on an iPad Pro. Problem is, I can't capture the audio from Skype with the mm, iPad Pro right. because Apple sandboxing doesn't allow that level of inter-application communication. They don't give entitlements for that. But my current layout is to have a microphone hooked up to a traditional analog mixer that happens to have a USB output, plugs into my iMac, so I grab my audio from that, and then it mixes with the Skype audio, and we use Audio Hijack from Rogue Amoeba. Now, that's not available in the Mac App Store either because of what Paul Kafasis and his crew are doing. But at least you can get it from their site. And that's a great app. I just can't stop recommending it, not just because Kirk McElhern, our good friend, wrote a book about it. (laughs) But seriously, you can't do that on the iPad Pro or on iOS. If Apple allowed that, that would be one part of the equation. The other is a file system. Because normally when I'm doing this show... I'm mixing several apps and maybe I'm going online and I've got Skype and I've got Audio Hijack and I've got the email running and I've got a terminal session linked to my web server. I've got five or six apps running that I can just switch to. Click, 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 click. And I've got Transmit, which is our FTP client. So with iOS, you can do two, but that kind of workflow you cannot do on iPad Pro. On the other hand, if you're a graphic artist... I think the Apple Pencil is great. Once you use it, after a while, it just feels like a regular pencil with all those extra options that are baked in. 
Yeah, Jeff Gamet, our morning uh, editor, managing editor at uh, the Mac Observer, he is an artist. And he has been spending a lot of time with this device. Uh, he likes the device and he likes the Apple Pencil both. Uh, I've heard the same thing from other artists. The Apple Pencil is apparently an amazing stylus. I think that, that Apple is going to do really, really, really well with the creative professional market for, for the iPad Pro. So even though it's not Brian's cup of tea, it may be the cup of tea for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of work you can do with it. Now, Here's the other problem I have with it. Not just that I can't do my audio workflow. Fine. All right, I'll keep doing that on my Mac. The other problem is I don't really dig this smart keyboard. I think these chiclet keys designed for that, and they've got like a, it feels almost like a plastic or fabric top to them. The problem is that the keyboard action is pathetic. I started typing on it, and I keep missing the space bar because the space bar requires a slightly stiffer press, and all the keys feel stiff. And to give you a better example, Apple's Magic Keyboard, I think that's a big improvement with the feel of it over the original Bluetooth wireless keyboard. But I still use the Matthias Tactile Pro. So, again, I don't have one, but uh, Jar Martellaro, who you've had on the show a lot, he agrees with you. He doesn't like the Apple Keyboard, doesn't like the uh, keys themselves. Uh, Jeff actually likes it a lot. I haven't used it yet, so I don't really have an opinion. And by really, I mean I don't have an opinion yet. To show you how things are interesting in this field, my wife is in the ladies' room right now, and she took her iPad with her. So she decided, as we're doing the show, she'll print something. Fortunately, it's only three pages. But there you go. What are you going to do? I've been married 39 years. I feel like Jack Benny. You know, you ask Jack Benny, how old are you? Do you remember Jack Benny? Of course. Famous comedian from the 20th century. And you'd ask him his age. Even when he was like 75 years old, he'd say, 39. Right. He was 39 for about 39 years before he kicked the bucket, or even a little bit longer. Okay. iPad in general. Do you think the iPad Pro, however, is the magic bullet to reignite interest because of the fact that Apple's pushing so much to the corporate market with IBM? Uh, No, I don't think the iPad Pro is a magic bullet of any sort. I think that the iPad Pro is another piece of the puzzle, another piece of the product puzzle, and that it's, it's, you know, another iterative step, the kind of iterative improvement that Apple has done so well since Steve Jobs returned, including after he has passed. Um. Uh, the iPad Pro opens up the iPad product line to more users, but it's not going to suddenly become the number one selling iPad, and it's not going to necessarily make uh, the iPad Air and iPad Mini form factors, you know, double in volumes. Um, I don't know what is. I think Tim Cook said just this week. Uh, I, I, I was uh, uh, doing some research when uh, um, we started the show. Uh, Tim Cook said this week that uh, that he thinks that the the slump in iPad sales is merely a speed bump. I imagine if he's saying that, he has a reason for saying it because he usually has a reason for saying everything. It might also be corporate spin. Okay, it's just a speed bump. We're going to make it work, and it's to make the investors more confident. He's not going to say anything else. Anything yeah. that doesn't sound like it's mostly but favorable. That's, but that's not the way. That's not the way Tim Cook works. So far, anytime Tim has said anything about a product, and, and this kind of 
points back to the Apple Watch too, with him saying frequently that it's outperforming internal expectations. In the past, when Tim Cook has said these things, and when we've gotten any kind of external confirmation, or when we've had later information that harkens back to some comment that he made in the past, it's always borne out. So, whenever he's been asked about the iPad during conference calls with uh, analysts, uh, in interviews um, with, uh, you know, like uh, at uh, uh, any of the various conferences that, that he occasionally speaks at, uh, he has always remained specifically bullish about iPad. We've got Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer here for two more segments of the Tech Night Owl Live. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. A lot of people's lives and bodies are out of balance. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops optimize pH level and get rid of harmful waste and acid. Just a few drops in water restores vibrance and energy and gets you back in balance. Now order two bottles and get $10 off your order. Sign up for monthly auto shipping and save 25%. Call 800-518-7615 or visit alkavision.com. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at alkavision.com. We use mobile devices right against our bodies every day. But growing scientific evidence has emerged showing serious health risks associated with exposure to EMF radiation emitted from these devices. The solution is Defender Shield, the most effective mobile radiation shielding ever developed. Defender Shield blocks virtually 100% of EMF radiation from cell phones, tablets, and laptops and starts at just $64.99. Buy now at DefenderShield.com. For 10% off, use promo code GCN. DefenderShield.com, the worldwide leader in mobile radiation shielding. Did you know that home break-ins increase more than 100% during the holidays? It takes just 10 seconds for an intruder to kick in your door. But police response to a home alarm system is more than 20 minutes. And intruders are in and out of your home in 5 minutes. Thieves know that you're not home and have presents inside just waiting to be taken. And if you are home, how safe will you feel with an intruder lurking inside with your family? That's why police across the country are recommending you use Door Armor. Proven to withstand the force of a battering ram, Door Armor keeps intruders out. It's easy to install and barely visible, and your Door Armor is guaranteed for life. Go to InvasionStopper.com for a very special buy one, get one at half off deal. These savings are for a limited time and only available to GCN listeners. Protect your valuables and loved ones this holiday season. Go to InvasionStopper.com now. That's InvasionStopper.com. With a new year coming, it's time for a new way to look at weapon storage. Safes can't be accessed quickly and racks are unsafe for children. Covert cabinets are the next level in home defense. They fit seamlessly into any home's decor and they provide quick access to firearms while keeping them uniquely hidden. Covert cabinets, the ideal hidden storage solution. Custom made in the USA. Covert cabinets are an elegant and practical alternative to the bulky and obvious storage systems of the past. Find out more at CovertCabinets.com. That's CovertCabinets.com. Is negative content or comments on the web affecting your personal or professional reputation? Unfavorable comments, embarrassing pictures, videos, legal documents, and bad tweets can ruin your personal life, your career, or your business. It happens a lot, and it's just not fair. But what can you do? Reputation.com can protect your good name. 
Get a free consultation now at 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. Call right now for a free expert reputation analysis. It's easy to squash the unfair attacks with our patented system, and the analysis is absolutely free. Make the best things about you jump out in searches. Protect your personal and professional reputation, your business, and your income. Get your free reputation analysis from Reputation.com right now. Call 800-831-0771. 800-831-0771. 800-831-0771. Hey, Berkey Guy here. Are you still drinking unfiltered tap water? Does your water contain chlorine or fluoride? Will you have drinkable water in an emergency? The Berkey Guy is here to help you remove these and other potential contaminants from your water, thus helping you drink clean, purified water. We offer Berkey water purification systems at the lowest available prices online. Don't go another moment without Berkey system. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands drink clean, purified water. Join them by visiting GoBerkey.com or call me, the Berkey Guy, at 877-886-3653. That's 877-886-3653. You're listening to the Tech Night Owl live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what's going to happen next. So again, Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer believes that when Tim Cook is giving you a positive spin on the prospects for the iPad, he's looking at the long game. He figures sales will eventually start going up. And the other factor, Brian, I guess, would be the fact that we haven't seen a large number of people yet upgrading to newer models. People are keeping them for three, four years. And the product started in 2010. So there's possibly a huge product upgrade cycle that hasn't occurred yet. So is that part of it too? Yeah, I think that that is at, at least potentially part of it. I mean, the, the the fact is, people use their iPads, and that that still remains the big difference, the big separator between Android tablets and uh, and iPads. Tell us more about that. This is an interesting phenomenon. When you look at online shopping or online presence, Apple's iPad has a disproportionately larger share of that access. It's like a lot of people are buying tablets and sticking them in a drawer or in a closet or something. It's definitely been the case in, in prior years. We haven't seen a lot of data yet for uh, for this year, but almost all tablet use, if a tablet is being used to do something on the interwebs, it's usually an iPad, despite the fact that Apple actually has a minority market share in the tablet space. Like People aren't using their other devices, their other tablets, and people do use their iPads. And the fact that that sales are declining doesn't mean that people aren't still using the devices they have. Just mean, It means that the new users aren't necessarily buying into the, the uh, concept, and existing users aren't necessarily upgrading. It's certainly as fast as, as they do with iPhones. Of course, you wouldn't really expect that. And I still think the use case for iPads is still something in flux. As you say, a lot of people are using iPads for consumption. My wife uses it to research online, to write email. She's active in animal rights. So she spends a lot of time on Facebook responding to people. She's not doing anything massively creative, but that's still productivity of one sort or another. 
A lot of people just watching movies on it. And the new iPad Pro, the one thing I did like about it is the audio quality is far and above better than any other iPad. It has four speakers. And apparently, whether they give you bass or treble, such as the bass is, depends on the orientation, landscape or portrait. The speakers work differently. The equalization is different. However, there's no bass to speak of. It sounds pretty good. It's room-filling but there's nothing in the bottom there. I think a lot of people miss that. But then it becomes a pretty good consumption device. The other thing is here, does the iPad serve as the best answer for road warriors except those who need to do real productivity? I mean, if you're going to do some word processing or something, simple stuff, an iPad may be just the ticket, not to edit audio or record audio, but for a lot of things that people could do. It is a substitute for using a Mac or someone else's notebook. And the other question is, when someone buys an iPad, what would they have purchased otherwise? If they would have purchased a PC, it's still a gain for Apple. It's true. It's true. And and I think that the very biggest aspect of this equation is the fact that after the initial massive, massive uh, upswing in iPad sales, Apple released the iPhone 6 and the iPhone 6 Plus, and of course this year the iPhone 6S and 6S Plus. And a lot of people have moved what they might otherwise have done with a tablet to their their iPhones. And iPhones are selling in, in, in record numbers every quarter. And I think that's one reason why Apple isn't necessarily worried about uh, iPad per se, because Apple has always been comfortable with the idea of cannibalizing itself. If it's going to sell fewer iPads, but instead sell more iPhones, Apple is quite content to do so. And remember, in large part, Apple earns more of a profit with a higher average selling price on the iPhone, especially if you get an iPhone 6S Plus. So consider that only the iPad Pro is somewhat more expensive. Mm. So again, if Apple sells you a product, they don't care which one it is. Right. They're happy to have your money. They just love having your money. So there you go. iPad Pro, I guess the jury is still out. I'm reading also here that more and more companies want to install or allow customers to buy new Macs instead of PCs. That must be grading on Microsoft. It has to be grading on Microsoft. Um, you know, Microsoft is in such a... Uh such an interesting position right now. You know, at, at Microsoft has lost the smartphone market. It's just not even an also ran at this point. And the only people who predicted they'd get anywhere was was IDC. They had this prediction some years ago that by 2015, they would be number two. Yeah, something like that. LL. Right. But you see, and now they're having more predictions about the state of the tablet market. But Microsoft, yes, their phone sales and the operating system full failure did did you catch the uh, story about steve Ballmer? oh yeah this is interesting i want you to tell him this because he's trying to play backseat driver to satya nadella yeah he kind of reminds me of a high school quarterback who wants to you know you know who believes he had gl- glory days at his at his high school and keeps hanging off the sidelines and yelling at the coach to, you know, what the coach should do or yelling at the quarterback that replaced him, what, what you know, what he should have done in the last play. And why, so Steve Ballmer is Microsoft's largest shareholder. 
whereas Bill Gates has sold a lot of uh, his stock over the years, Steve Ballmer has not. He's always been a huge believer in his company, even as he was turning it into um, an irrelevant company in terms of innovation. And what happened uh, last week, I guess it was, um, was he was at a shareholder meeting and he was saying that the company's current strategy of allowing developers, uh, de- building developer tools to, to make it easier for them to port to iOS and pursuing a universal app strategy where an app would run on Windows phone, run on a Surface tablet, or run on um, a Windows PC desktop device or, or laptop, that, that that will never work. He actually spoke over Satya Nadella uh, to say that during uh, the shareholder meeting. And he also was very critical about some tax practices that, that Microsoft is doing, which actually I think he's got – I think he's right on that. Should I explain that? Yeah, sort of. We have one more segment after this, so keep it to a minute or so. That, the, yeah, the tax thing is really simple. Uh, Microsoft isn't specifying what its uh, uh, hardware sales are or what a cloud service sales, sales are. Instead, it's using what's called a run rate, where they take an isolated period of time – and then pretend that that represents the whole year, that it will extrapolate out to the whole year. And Microsoft, uh, Bill Gates called that, he used a bad word that I don't think uh, the radio still allows. It um, does not. Only on USA Network. <laughs> Fair enough. So he, he called that uh, a bad word uh, during the uh, uh, meeting. And he said that if, 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 this, if these are supposed to be key areas of the company, the company should actually report its actual performance instead of this run rate. I actually agree with Steve Ballmer on that. All right. Now, that puts a different shade on the entire situation because up till now, Nadella has been the golden boy. He's going to fix the There's been an extended honeymoon process with him. All right. More so than politicians who nowadays get like a three-hour honeymoon before everybody's attacking them. So, yeah. He's gotten an extended honeymoon because it looks like he's doing something, not just repeating the same old stuff, thinking it would be better the second time out or the third time or the fifth time like Bomber did. He's trying to do different things, and it's a question about how many of those things are working. We'll have more to talk about with Brian Chaffin of the Mac Observer. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that too in Graphic Converter. Also print catalogs. Convert from so many 
formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. With a new year coming, it's time for a new way to look at weapon storage. Safes can't be accessed quickly and racks are unsafe for children. Covert cabinets are the next level in home defense. They fit seamlessly into any home's decor and they provide quick access to firearms while keeping them uniquely hidden. Covert cabinets, the ideal hidden storage solution. Custom made in the USA. Covert cabinets are an elegant and practical alternative to the bulky and obvious storage systems of the past. Find out more at covertcabinets.com. That's covertcabinets.com. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Adam Pulaski of the Pulaski Law Firm with principal office in Houston, Texas is the attorney responsible for the content of this ad. This ad is not legal advice and the choice of a lawyer should not be based solely upon advertisement. Services may not be available in all states. Attention Zarelto users. If you or a loved one took Zarelto and suffered a serious bleeding event, you may be entitled to financial compensation. Zarelto is a popular prescription blood thinner used to prevent blood clots and protect patients from strokes. These serious bleeding events have led to numerous cases of hospitalization and even death. Phone lines are open 24-7. Call 800-261-0937. That's 800-261-0937. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. This is a healthcare alert from the Pain Relief Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one suffers from knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain and have Medicare as your primary insurance, we've got great news. You don't have to suffer any longer. You can immediately qualify for a pain relieving brace at little or no cost to you by calling our 24-7 pain relief hotline at 866-389-0620. Delivery is free and all paperwork is handled for you. If you are on Medicare and have knee, back, shoulder, or ankle pain, don't wait you can qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost by calling our 24-7 pain hotline now at 866-389-0620. Our representatives are standing by 24-7 to take your call and rush you your pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you. Shipping is free and all paperwork is handled for you. Just call 866-389-0620. That's 866-389-0620. Again, 866-389-0620. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. What are you listening to? The Tech Night Isle Live with Gene Steinberg. What's going to happen next? You never know.
This is the Tech Night Out Live. I'm Gene Steinberg. He's Brian Schaffer of the Mac Observer. We're talking about Bill Gates and Steve Ballmer basically being backseat drivers, Monday morning quarterbacking the work of Satya Nadella. Now, if he can't bring things around, if PC sales continue to drop, and we understand they're selling more of these Surface 4 Pro whatever tablets or Surface Pro 4 than before, but certainly not in any volume close to an iPad. If he's not able to turn the company around and have new things that can replace successfully Office and Windows, are they going to throw him out? Um, it's possible, but I don't think we're anywhere near to that yet. Microsoft actually made a lot of money under Steve Ballmer. That's, that's an important element here. And the reason why Microsoft made so much money is because Steve Ballmer, a marketing guy, turns Microsoft into a marketing company who the, you know, fixated on milking everything that it could out of its cash cows of Windows and Office in particular. And in the process, innovation you know, was, was sort of squeezed out of the company. And this is, this is the sort of thing that Steve Jobs always warned against. When you put a marketing person in charge of a product company, product development takes a back seat. And I think Microsoft is the living proof of that. So Steve Ballmer, I've always felt like he thinks that he did a great job because I, because Microsoft made so much money, but at the same time, they lost the smartphone market, a, a market that they were one of the, 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 the first entrance to in the first place. The, you know, it's tablet, Space has always been a non-starter. The Surface may be gaining a little steam now. And then he screwed up uh, Windows by having uh, Windows 8 be both a tablet product and a desktop product. You know, sort of saddling both with the, with the, uh, with the uh, uh, failings of the other. And it's a mess. It, it's, it's a complete mess. And so Satya Nadella has a lot to turn around. And it really does seem like a lot of his, his direction, a lot of the things he's trying to do have a lot of promise. Whether or not it bears out is, is another issue. But I think part of what's bugging Steve Ballmer is simply that the, the guy that replaced him is changing some of the things he did. But that shouldn't bother him because what he was doing wasn't working. Seems like a pretty obvious and logical thing to me. Well, again, it's that insanity. You keep trying the same old thing, hoping it will work differently. Now, just another question before we go. Have you been following the stuff going on at Yahoo? Yeah, uh, tangentially, but yes. Tangentially. They have this investment in Alibaba, which is this retailing giant in China. That's apparently profitable. But they're looking to sell their core internet search services? There is an aspect of the company, that there's an aspect of its shareholder base that wants Yahoo to do that. Marissa Meyer doesn't want to do that. She's the CEO of the company. She's the former Google executive who was hired to turn Yahoo around. And so far, she has not done so. So at this point, do you fire her or do you go along with basically unloading the company and its core products? Well, I, you know, she is very competent. She's very talented. She's smart. She knows what she's doing. 
if she can't turn around Yahoo, then uh, and and she gets terminated, my guess is that the replacement's job will be to part it out and get the most money possible. I, I can't imagine anyone else. I can't imagine anyone who could turn Yahoo around being willing to try at this point if she fails. So does that mean that Yahoo is just a holding company with an investment and that's it? Yeah, it would become that. It would actually probably maybe even just, you know, sell off all its parts, return that money to shareholders and fold up shop. I don't know. I, I'm not sure where it, where it goes. Marissa Myers was in many ways uh, Yahoo's only shot at, uh, at redemption. And like I said, so far she's had she's found it very very difficult to do that redeeming. Um, whether or not those are her failings or the the, the problem was you know untackleable from the get go, uh, history will tell us. But um, uh, it, things definitely aren't looking good. Okay, so what do you think about Yahoo? Now remember, they're not running their own search engine anymore. They're using Microsoft Bing. So they've already kind of cut back by licensing someone else's product for what used to be their main product. Well, Yahoo was never a search engine. Yahoo was an indexing service. So it's an important distinction. Uh, the problem is, is that people don't really, once Google came, came along, people didn't want an index. They wanted a search engine. You know, and uh, Yahoo has tried to reinvent itself as a portal. It's tried to re- reinvent itself as a content provider. It, it, in many ways, I think that Yahoo's biggest opportunity for having a future is is as a content provider. You know, a a, a competitor to uh, Netflix and uh, and Amazon Prime in terms of original programming. You know, getting back to that that TV thing. Uh, I, it's hard. It's hard to say. I personally haven't used Yahoo in, golly, since the nineties, and uh, and and the same is true for a lot of people. Clearly, um, so I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what to. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know if she just needs more time, um, or if, like I said, the company just wasn't savable in the, to begin with. Ah, uh, well, maybe that's it. So it's one of those things where, you know, if one executive can't do it and the next executive can't do it, what pray tell happens next? Yeah. Happens. I mean, would you want to be the person to take over Yahoo because because uh, Marissa was fired or quit? I mean, goodness, uh, what a what a like I said, the, the the people qualified to actually do so aren't going to want to touch it with a ten foot pole. Oh boy. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you here. Except that, as far as we're concerned, is that a lost cause? I don't know. Time will tell. The history books will tell us. Indeed. Brian Chaffin, please tell our listeners, in whatever detail you want, how they can find more of all that stuff you do. I write daily at MacObserver.com. You can also hear me weekly on the Apple Context Machine in iTunes. You can also find that at the Mac Observer, of course. And uh, my personal blog is at geektells.com. All right. Let me tell you how you can find us, because we are in so many locations. You can find us on Twitter, where we're known as Tech Night Owl. Look for Tech Night Owl on Twitter, and you'll find it. You'll find the logo. You won't necessarily find me, but, you know, I'm always lurking somewhere. 
people say, you know, I don't know, what is he? But anyway, we also have another radio show about UFOs and things that go bump in the night. And this week we'll be featuring former FBI and counterintelligence agent by the name of Walter Bosley. Watch out for this guy. He's been everywhere. He's going to talk about synchronicity and how that might relate to the terrorist actions in San Bernardino and about breakaway civilizations. Stop and think about that. Breakaway civilizations. He says there are two of them, and he has a book out to prove it. Check out thepowercast.com for more. Thepowercast.com. And let me tell you in detail about our special subscription service for this show called Tech Night Out Plus. What's Tech Night Out Plus? Well, it's a way for you to get the ad-free version of this show, which means we delete 41 minutes of network ads. We give you a higher-resolution audio file. So it sounds better. So when you have people like Brian Chaffin, he comes here and you hear him in pristine clarity, but I never change. I sound the same. We also have this other show we're phasing in. More of them will be coming soon. Tech Night Owl Minute. This could be a gift giver for someone who likes to listen to our show and would be like to be introduced to it. We charge a modest monthly, annual, five-year, or even a lifetime subscription to learn more about the simple sign-up instructions, go to plus.technightout.com. That's P-L-U-S dot So, Brian Chaffin, thank you for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. Thanks for having me, Gene. Always good to be here. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.